The history of Auburn engineering is long and illustrious. <laughs> we know that. But no one alive knows it better than Art Slotkin. Of course, Slotkin's part of that history himself. The 1968 aerospace engineering graduate boasts 30 successful years in the computer industry among his many varied accomplishments. The latest prolific author. Let's take a look at the art of Slotkin. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Welcome, friends. Welcome, enemies. It is I, Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing, and you are listening to Hashtag Getting, the greatest podcast in all of higher education. My favorite part of this uh this endeavor is uh, when my co-host Austin Phillips, the uh, director of aforementioned office, nods along with that. So confident are we both? It's a fact that what we are doing it's a fact. is in fact the best. I think our guests will probably write about it one day. Probably just how <laughs> factual it is. Could you imagine if we reach that level that we get our own art slot could book? The greatest podcast <laughs> in higher <laughs> I mean, education. We do need to be mentioning this if yeah. you by chance yeah, do a sir, comprehensive, I mean, yeah. you know, a, a, an it's technological advancement. Right. Well, so yes, art. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We are joined today first by Marcus Klutz. My gosh, I couldn't. Couldn't get anywhere without this guy over here. Just been over like the thinker statue we all know. Just over those knobs. Just tweaking knobs Turning like keys. nobody's business. Good night. Uh, but we are joined today by Art Slotkin. Technically Arthur L. What's the L stand for? Lewis. I would have said Luther. Lewis. <laughs> uh, Art Slotkin, 68 Auburn Aerospace graduate. That's correct. And, and possibly, I mean, your author, businessman, everything extraordinary but i tell you what in historian obviously you know with the the author stuff but uh possibly one of the most educated people we've had on the uh the program wow, here we've said and we've had some and we've, we've had, had some educated and we have had some lots some, of lots uh, of those coming from airspace uh, walt you know, yeah walt no, but we've had a lot of people here yeah. but let's go through the degrees real quick let's get the uh the bona fides bona fides how do you pronounce it yeah, it's one of those I'm things uh <laughs> Let's get let's get that out. We graduated from Auburn in '68 in Correct. aerospace, and then you went to Columbia. Columbia, I got a master's of science in uh, flight structures. Flight structures, and then from Columbia, you went to some nearby school. Well, I uh, quote unquote. When I when I retired, I went to the nearby school. Oh, you when you retired? Yes. Oh, I, you went after it in 2006. I got my uh, oh. second master's. Oh well, never mind. Well, I mean, well, not never mind. And where is this from? Georgia Tech. Oh yeah. Yeah. See Th- that that place. Over there. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I, I also Guggenheim. Uh, I spent a uh, semester at the Harvard Business School. Good grief. Well, what, what, when were you at the Guggenheim Institute for Flight Structures? That was Columbia Columbia, University. of course that was. Okay, yeah, yeah in Columbia. Reading there. left to right, top Still. to bottom. <laughs> Group words in the sentences, Jeremy. <laughs> but, uh, well, Art, so, uh, you know, we want to we want to go into your, your history here, why you came to Auburn and all that stuff, but do go ahead and get it out there. You, I'm holding in my hands here this book. I love, I love holding this thing. I love the way it looks. I love I love what is being done in this thing. The biosystems engineering at Auburn we just celebrated its a centennial, and uh, we you wrote the history of the department. 
That is correct. And you are in the process of writing the history of every department in the College of Engineering. And the School of Forestry and Wildlife Sciences. My gosh. All right. He's not spreading himself thin. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think this is amazing. I think I think Auburn too far has neglected its own history. And for, to be doing it in this kind of a, a such a, a, a focused uh, basis and to be doing it so well though because i mean this thing is actually oh yeah really well, this it, isn't a pamphlet this isn't some kinko's no, collated no and the, and the work art does uh, this is my fifth year i've just completed my fifth year here and i worked close with jim uh on the alumni council before getting the director position and you know each meeting we had art uh give a presentation on some kind of historical aspect whether it was uh, you know, when we celebrate recently celebrated 125 years of women at Auburn. And so he had one on women in engineering. And then some with Brown Copa coming on uh, as one of our new facilities, he had some of the facilities. And so it always tied in with something that's going on. And every time I'm just like, wow, this guy knows everything about this college. Yeah. Uh, and then these books, it's just as comprehensive. I, I can't think of a better way uh, to give back it's long after you're going to be gone long after we're going to be gone here art of the work that you've been able to do to capture um the historical significance of what what's going on with this college so i, I i'm i'm extremely intrigued of where we're going to go with this today well that's the plan <laughs> <laughs> so why why is it important why to you to be doing this thing well i uh how always, did you, yeah and how did you start i mean how, how does this get started it uh, it's very very simple. I I graduated uh, in '68 and I uh, worked in the computer industry for 35 years. And when I retired, I was executive vice president of uh, a computer company. And so uh, Dean Benefield thought, hmm, this guy's going to pay for a building, and he came to see me. And at the time, I was at Georgia Tech, and he said what are you doing at Georgia Tech? And I said, well, I'm studying history. And we started talking and he said, would you like to write about Auburn engineering? I said, sure. He said, well, I'd like you to write about Auburn engineering uh, coming up 100th anniversary or it was the 100th and yeah, 100th anniversary of the college. And so I started writing and I did a bunch of articles and I did some manuscripts and then he retired. Mm. And so I said, what am I going to do with all this information? And I started talking to some of the different departments. And uh, one of them, Biosystems Engineering, said, we're having a 100th anniversary and we've been looking for somebody to write a book. And so I said, sure, I'll do it. And uh, I did it and got published and uh, everybody liked it. And while I was doing that book, uh, Forestry and Wildlife Sciences approached me and said, you know, you, you wrote about forest engineering. Would you be interested in writing about forestry? And I said, sure, that's similar to aerospace engineering. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been researching that. And then uh, the 150th anniversary of the civil engineering department is coming up. And uh, I approached them and said, would you be interested? And I said, sure. So I wrote a book about them. And then I wrote a book about aerospace. And then I, and then mechanical said, you got to write about us, so I'm going to write a book about them, and so I'm talking to several other departments. So I'm writing a lot of books. I, you know, it's pretty good to keep busy when you're retired. And those flu shots. 
<laughs> don't neglect the flu shot. Oh yeah, yeah hey, we got those flu shots. <laughs> uh, so, in writing some of the, uh, I mean, some of the stories that have, have come out, uh, let's say for the just biosystems, just for in in general. Um, I mean, well, let me back up here. Like, like we said, it was an important. I mean, is it was it important for you as an engineering grad that you have any interest in this beyond just the fact that you had? I mean, obviously, you you had an interest in history. Uh, that's what you were going to Georgia Tech to get a degree in. You know, you're going back in 2006, so you've got a you got a. Uh, I mean, you had an interest in it. Was there ever a specific interest beyond uh, Dr. Benefield just reaching out? Um, you know, sure. to write the book? You know, when I was in high school, my favorite subject was history, which is kind of weird for a person who studied engineering. But I did so poorly on the SATs on the English side, I couldn't I couldn't major in history, and I did so well in mathematics, so I majored in in engineering. And uh, but I kept on reading. I've read hundreds and hundreds of history books, and then when I retired early. Uh, I've been retired now for 20 years, but I retired early and I uh, went back and got a, a, I figured I'd get a degree in history uh, and Georgia Tech had a history of technology, which made a hell of a lot of sense to, with my background to study the history uh, of technology. So I had a lot of fun at Georgia Tech studying and then when Benefield asked me to, to write, I said, that sounds like a lot of fun. And so I've been writing, and uh, uh, I do it primarily for the fun of it. Gotcha. And my wife thinks I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We're going to get that flu shot. I mean, <laughs> well, talk about some of your methodology of, of doing a lot of this research. Is the Auburn Library one of your main sources? Well, the Auburn you? Archives are uh, a main uh, are the main source. Uh, see, I— I prefer to use primary sources, which means I go back to the original documents. And I've read, I've read the Board of Trustees minutes from 1856 to present. And uh, you really want to be bored, you should try it. <laughs> uh, they used to be a lot better than they are now because now they have lawyers. But in those days, they used to actually write what they were doing. And it's, it's quite th- interesting. And I've seen, uh, some of the documents uh, are just amazing. You know, like, for example, I was doing some research uh, early on, and uh, the president, uh, uh, Brown, was uh, writing about the fire and that occurred, and uh, his daughter sent him a letter, and attached to the letter was a crayon drawing. The crayon drawing was by his uh, grandchild, who was two years old at the time. That was 1888. Mm-hmm. So that child is now dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the oldest person living. <laughs> or the oldest person living. But yet it looked just like a, a, a crayon drawing one of my grandchildren would mm-hmm. do. And so that's that's a lot of fun. And, you know, I wrote a book. I had a contract to do a book for NASA, which I wrote. And I, I worked in the Library of Congress uh, for about two years uh, doing the research. And while I was at the Library of Congress, uh, they showed me some of the original documents of American history. Like I've held in my dirty little hands the original photograph of the um, of the Wright brothers' first flight. I've I've held the logbook of 
Charles Lindbergh. Uh, I had I had George Washington's um, uh, notebook from when he learned to be a a uh, surveyor. Uh, all these are related to engineering, and uh, and some of the, and I got to not only see these documents but but to touch them and feel them and hold them, and that's what I like. It, it, to look at the original documents, but I also do interviews when I'm doing the the Auburn books. Um, I always interview those who are still around, and I've now interviewed just about every dean uh, of engineering who's still around, and some of them are no longer here. Who's your favorite? Uh, who's my favorite? <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Roberts. Roberts. Chris uh, Roberts is my favorite. Obviously, the best one. Actually. I was very fond of Hanneman. I interviewed Dean Hanneman he when he was passed on, away in the past. Couple he of was years. he was an old man uh, when I interviewed him, and uh, he was so concerned about his reputation because I don't know you if you know the stories about Dean Hanneman, but uh, he was in his late eighties, a retired Air Force general, two star. So he lived in in uh, in Columbus and. He said, I got to show you the railroad set I put together for my grandchildren. I think he put together for himself. But, <laughs> it, but it was fun talking to him and uh, talking to him. I've interviewed just some plain old students. Uh, I interviewed a student one time, a fellow who since has passed away, who uh, lived, in, lived in the uh, veterinary area during after World War II because there were no, there was no housing and things like that, you know. And you just get to talk to these people and find out what they did. And it's yes, it's Auburn history, but it's also human history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The is there is there a certain story I guess that has just a surprise, certain element to just uh, you know any of from any of the departments so far that you're just like people need to know this like I'm surprised that this hasn't like for me again we were talking a little bit before we started recording uh, uh, AF McKissick I think it was AF wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah uh, Foster McKissick F- Foster McKissick F A what was his first name uh, a. <laughs> a, A, Foster, right. Uh, yeah, a professor of uh, engineering. What was that? Um, uh, electrical? It was, he was a, a professor. Uh, his official title was mechanical and electrical, but he was an electrical engineer and he was very large. He was over He's six feet. boy, yeah. He was over six feet. And in those days, uh, you didn't have to be a student to be on the football team. So faculty were on the stu- on the football team as well and he was a member of the faculty and he was the center on the football team yeah from south carolina so and he he was very much involved in uh early x-ray work uh in america like in the in the in the in the world um, well well some of the material in the in the in the archives say that he was uh you know he he did an x-ray of somebody who had a bullet in them and and that certainly helped Help that fellow, right, right? You know, talking about early history, and uh, one of the things in 1907, uh, they put in lights, uh, electric lights, in uh, in the laboratories, and uh, so Auburn. Here's Auburn in 1907 uh, with electricity, and the town was, uh, you know, didn't have electricity, and 
you know, Auburn brought electricity to the city of Auburn. Auburn also provided, Auburn University, or at the time had a different name, they had many different names, but Auburn brought the water. You know, we had, we had to dig wells. We had to get springs. We had to, do, and in those days, engineering professors did not do research. But what did they do? They played football. They played football. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they they actually did did work for the university. So the a professor of architecture designed the buildings, and the professor of uh, of civil engineering helped build the buildings. And they, they you know, they uh, they dug the wells, they paved the streets, and uh, all of that stuff. That was their job. They didn't they didn't do the research, so they did other things. But another interesting fact, you asked me an interesting fact. In the early days, the Auburn uh, engineering curriculum had a, had, had a, uh, gave a degree in telephone engineering, which is interesting because it only did that for a couple of years. And now we're doing wireless engineering. It was the first of our kind to do it. You know, it was, so Auburn, Auburn, you can imagine in 1907 when the farmers drove by and saw the light, electric lights on in the buildings, and uh, that was pretty interesting. AF McKissick, y'all are smart AF for knowing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was just out of that conversation. I was like, how do I not know this? Oh, but, uh, That's why I rely on you guys. Yeah, no, he, he was making headlines like in Atlanta, New York. I mean, he was like one of uh, – Well, the man who was making headlines I, – I, I can't remember his name right now, but he was uh, uh, Edison's assistant. Right, right. Uh, and uh, and uh, he, he came back and he gave a wireless set. And at one time, Auburn had its own radio station, uh, WAPI. And before that, it, they used, it, I don't remember the code letters, but it was uh, the, the, the kids, the students would uh, run the radio station and and it was all part of the electrical engineering program at the time. And, uh, you know, one of the another a very interesting factoid uh, was, you know, the, the history of the Tuskegee Airmen. I was going to ask you about that. And Auburn's connection to Tuskegee Airmen. I was doing research for the um, uh, for aerospace engineering book and uh Bob Pitts, who was the department chair when I was here, uh, he was uh, a junior professor at the time. And when Tuskegee, Auburn had a program, it was called the Civilian Pilots Training Program. It was a federal program. And uh, Tuskegee wanted to have the same program. and But they didn't have anybody qualified to do the ground school. So, or the flight school for that matter. They hired... Uh, the Alabama Aviation something or other to do the flight training, but they didn't have anybody to do the ground training. And they asked Pitts and uh, the professor of engineering, Cornell, if they could come down to Tuskegee to do the original training. So the Tuskegee Airmen were originally trained by two Auburn professors. And I, I felt that was pretty interesting. World War II Eagle, baby. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, why did you come to Auburn? Why did I come to Auburn? You know, I was the first one in my family to go to Auburn, to go to college. And uh, I wanted to study history, and uh, I didn't have any money, and I was failing English. 
So my uh, bad combination. Again, <laughs> I didn't failing. I got I got a, SAT I, scores, I got B's. So I got I got B's by the time I finished mm. high school. But uh, my uh, track coach was an Auburn graduate, and so he said, "Go to Auburn." So I applied and I came. I never visited. I had never been in Alabama. I had uh, uh, I didn't know you were supposed to visit colleges before you went to. So I just I just came and. Uh, I always loved the space program. You know, I was a boy of the 60s, and I said, they said, what what, what major do you want? In those days, they asked you that. Uh, you know, you didn't go into pre-engineering. Well, you actually did go into pre-engineering, but you, uh, uh, they asked me what I wanted to study. I said aerospace engineering, because that was, had to do with the space program. So when I retired, when I graduated in 1968, they weren't hiring aerospace engineers. Actually, I was 69. I got my master's. Uh, they weren't hiring them anymore, so I was forced to go into a new field, and I got a job in something called computer software. Hmm. It's kind of a big deal now. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know AF McKissick. <laughs> Come on. Now, and, and, and you were, and where did you grow up? Where was it, Where were you coming Miami. from? Miami. You were coming from Miami. Miami, Florida. Yeah. You just you know, like, let me pick this small town in Alabama. Sure, coach. That sounds good. That's the way the Allisons did with Hueytown. Warrior, well, Warrior. My fr- yeah. All my friends were going to University of Florida, and I said, well, I'm going to go someplace else. I feel you. <laughs> Greatest decision you ever made, right? <laughs> That's right. There you go. Well, yeah, this stuff is uh, it's fascinating, and again, I'm just so thankful that somebody's doing it and taking the time to to study it and uh, to document it, and again, just to uh, you know share the significance with everybody about all this stuff because there have been just there's just we we talk about all the amazing work these days. Oh, the MRI center. Oh, additive manufacturing. Oh, you know this and that material, everything, and and that's that stuff's been going on for 150 plus years. So anyway, Art, can't thank you enough for joining us today. Uh, it's been great. Good luck with everything. As an aspiring author myself, I'm jealous. AF. <laughs> there you go. But uh, anyway, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much Thanks, for everything. Art. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.